everybody. Welcome to We Conquer's first podcast episode. My name is Anjali Das. Just a little about me. I am a senior at Hebron High School, a school based in Texas. Hey, I'm Anaya Paxton. And one of my hobbies is to dance, specifically hip-hop. Yeah, Anaya and I have been friends for a while now, and we are so incredibly proud of We Conquer and are just excited to launch this as an amazing organization and platform for other POCs and even allies. So at the height of BLM, I had this immense amount of rage and sadness, and I had no idea how to direct the energy. And then I slowly thought defunding, protesting, and reform is all incredibly important, But what's just as equal in its significance is having a space for young, aspiring POC to just come together and really enable themselves for the hard journey of life. And in America, I think now more than ever, it's very imperative. There are so many issues that we are born into, whether that is because of your socioeconomic status or skin color. But unfortunately, with skin color, it's one thing that you can never truly change. One of the reasons why I decided to join We Conquer is because I think it is very important that we highlight POC, especially successful POC within our community, because they typically go overlooked due to minuscule representation in the media and all other social platforms. Also, I think it is important that the youth gets encouragement to do whatever they want without their skin color being an inhibitor. This leads us into our topic of discussion, which is colorism. Uh, Colorism has had a major effect on the POC community, especially the younger generation, due to that instilled superiority complex. The concrete definition of what colorism is, and according to Google, that is prejudice or discrimination against an individual who has a darker skin tone, and this is typically done amongst people of the same ethnic or racial group. What people don't understand is that colorism is just as rampant and important as racism, and the way to truly unite together, meaning not just POC communities, but everyone, is to slowly try and diminish this deep-rooted colorism that is is embedded in so many areas of the world. So one thing to note that obviously this concept didn't just come out of the blue, it really begins long, long ago, but we can draw an establishment in the imperial ages when Britain, Spain, Portugal, all other European countries were traveling the world and colonizing countries with people that didn't look like them. And obviously because of how the earth slash science works, people who are closer to the equator are obviously darker. So places like South India, Africa will mostly have people who are of a darker skin complexion. But what has happened, instead of people appreciating the magnificence of their skin, they turned it into self-hatred. And this is because people were constantly being ruled and were under the power of white slash lighter skin. The desirability of privilege became attached with physical characteristics. Although this type of ruling happened years ago, we still see its implications today. One of my first encounters with colorism, around the time I was in fourth grade, there was this boy of a darker skin complexion than me that I liked. And one day I just decided to confront him about it. But to my surprise, he responded with, I don't date dark skins because I don't want my children to come out too dark. 
essentially calling dark-skinned children undesirable and ugly like what don't you have dark-skinned parents he's basically saying that the woman who gave birth to him and the man that cared for him are ugly because they came out too dark like darkness overpowered all the other characteristics of a person that kind of response broke my innocence and exposed me to insecurities about my skin complexion yeah and we wanted to have this podcast episode to be able to share our very real and raw true stories things that just will really stick with you forever i mean just like you and i i remember being so young around third or fourth grade and i was walking down the streets of india when a family friend had came up to me and said oh no what happened to you your mother is so light-skinned how did you turn out like that and obviously at the time i didn't have much to say besides just kind of putting my head down and walking away but now if i could say anything i'd be like lady do you not know how genetics works i mean did you forget i had a dark-skinned dad or what but yeah that did really affect the way i saw people and beauty for a while Women in the POC community definitely emphasize that having fair skin or being lighter is beautiful. And during middle school, dating a light-skinned girl or white girl was like hitting the jackpot, whereas dating a dark-skinned girl was not even thought of. And at that age, I remember wishing that I was light-skinned so that I could be considered gold just like the other girls. And it got to the point where I wouldn't even go outside and have fun like a normal kid because I was afraid that I would get darker. Those girls would also act like they were better than everyone else. And I remember this one girl used to try to tell me what to do. And she acted like she did not have two completely functional legs and arms. Like, girl, go get your water yourself. But at that time, I felt so inferior to her because she was so popular and got lots of attention. So I couldn't help wanting to look like her, even if it was just for a day. Yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from, but it just breaks my heart to even hear that or think of that now because we don't realize, but external opinions, especially on a woman's beauty, is given so often, but people cease to understand how harsh they can be. The very own woman figures in my life, for example, like my aunt and grandma, would say things like, oh, don't worry, you'll get prettier when you're lighter or just use bleaching cream. But it's like, although we have colorism in both of our communities, right? You're black, I'm Indian, but we have faced two very different types of hurt. Because you are being degraded by your own male peers, and for me, it was close women that were supposed to inspire me, not hurt me. And the whole purpose of this episode is to essentially help anybody out there who might have gone through the same experiences as us to just understand that that does not define you. As we discussed earlier, women have had a huge impact in colorism, especially how they are affecting young women. But for me, my stepmom really helped me see my skin in a new light. My stepmom is also a light-skinned black woman who always told me that my skin is beautiful and that she wished she was darker just like me and that really shocked me because typically people do not want to be darker skinned but here she was a light-skinned woman the accepted black person wanting to look like me 
this really changed my perspective and made me think that my skin color could also be the type to be looked up to and admired and that I am just as beautiful as any other woman with a lighter skin complexion. Something that darker women also struggle with is that we are often seen as too masculine because darkness is associated with strength most of the time, whereas light skin is associated with pure and innocence. This is basically saying that we are too dark to even be considered women. But since when did a skin color define a person's personality traits? This is how society dehumanizes and degrades us dark-skinned women by suggesting that we are no better than a bunch of monkeys because of the stereotypes placed on us. And another thing that really boggled my mind is that if a lighter-skinned person acted the same way, they would be seen as baddies and feisty queens. Yeah, and I think that really plays into just seeing how on Instagram and TikTok and social media has taken things that were typically considered quote-unquote ghetto and when it's now being done by lighter-skinned women, by white women, it's cool and it becomes a trend. But, you know, I think the We Conquer quote really, really sums it up um, stating that the color of your skin shouldn't be an inhibitor, rather an empowerment. You know, there were small things here and there that I quickly became aware of, like how some of my Indian friends would wear long sleeves. Yeah, you heard me, long sleeves in the summer. Just to not get darker, and I really had to reverse a narrative on myself and ask, what's wrong with getting darker in the summer? right? Like, that's equally as beautiful. I think I really was able to get rid of the internalized colorism around 7th or 8th grade because I truly learned to love myself. And I know that's such a cliche thing to say because everybody's just like, oh, love yourself and get over it. But there's certain steps that I had to take which helped me get rid of years and years of internalized colorism. It didn't just happen overnight. Like, I didn't wake up the next day and was like, oh my god, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was a work in progress and I'm just really, really proud to say that there are so many women out there who can get to where I am but are struggling to get there or still are facing internalized colorism. But the very first step is recognizing that there is internalized colorism. Being able to speak out on it, being able to call people out on it is one of the first steps that I would recommend anybody to take. For me, a majority of the progress happened when I was developing an oratory for speech and debate. Within my oratory, I had to do immense amount of research and I was able to understand why colorism was so deep-rooted. So I no longer became attached to the concept, right? It's no longer something that personally attacks me. It's something that has attacked my entire community for years and years, and it's up to our generation to take a stand and get rid of it. The third and biggest recommendation to all young men and women is do not get attached to your external appearance. Your physical appearance will diminish after a while. It's not gonna stay. We're only young for a little bit, and after a while that goes away. So for me, from 7th or 8th grade, I slowly detached myself from how I looked on the outside. I started to congratulate myself on things 
that made me proud, right? Like what I was able to provide to this world. I was kind. I was able to empathize with other people. Those things are what make me important. Those things are what make me valid and worthy. Not the color of my skin. Not how pretty I was. Because I'm more than just someone who's supposed to sit and look pretty. I am someone who's going to bring change to this world. And in order to do that, you just have to forget about how you look on the outside. Because that's all just physical. Anjali brought up some amazing points. And whenever I was trying to break through hating my skin complexion, one of the things that I did was find people who looked like me and admired how beautiful they were. I used to think to myself, how could anyone think this was not beautiful? Or how could they have such hate such a, for such a beautiful skin complexion? That's when I truly realized that nothing is wrong with me and society is the one at fault for constantly portraying dark skin as ugly, evil, dirty, and anything but beautiful. It's just really upsetting to see how young women which also, you know, we can't forget about the men, but it's in particular for a young woman that are seeking validation on so many different social media platforms. And I see this especially on TikTok. I'm pretty sure you would agree, but in a lot of the comments, like if there's a, you know, a cute guy on TikTok, a lot of the comments would be like, oh, but do you like dark skinned girls? Oh, but do you like black girls? And this reiterates the narrative, oh, well, we're the last desired. So if you like us, then that makes you a good person. We need to eliminate that type of thinking altogether, right? Because if people don't like you just because of the color of your skin, they are not meant to be in your life. They are ignorant and they are not worth your time. So as a whole woman need to come together and understand that we are equally as beautiful, equally as as important. And if people don't see it, well, screw them. That type of mentality enforces others to also understand that they are equivalent and they don't see them, themselves to be less, right? Like all our lives, if we've been told dark skin is less, as, as women, we are going to believe that. Like, that's just the unfortunate truth. But it starts from now. It starts now. Make sure you and your friends no longer think that way. No longer seek validation from men or women. Seek validation from yourself. Hype up other black girls. Hype up other dark-skinned girls. Because they are just as beautiful as the standard of beauty in America, which is the blonde bombshell. And nobody's saying that white people aren't pretty. Nobody's saying that blonde girls aren't pretty. They are. But black girls are just as beautiful and very, very magical. Let's not forget that. So I think there's just an importance in also teaching young girls to break out of this concept of seeking validation or putting men on a pedestal who do believe that dark-skinned women are pretty. Because let's be honest, everybody should think they are pretty girls i get it though sometimes you just want men to hype you up every now and then i've been there too but it is important that we do not consume our lives with looking for men validation because at the end of the day the only thing that matters is how you view yourself 
once you have that self-love you won't need to hear you are so beautiful from any of these little boys out here and you will be able to confidently break through these beauty standards placed on us as much as it is our jobs as teenage girls to break out of this narrative it's also important that we have allies in this journey so let's talk about microaggression in statements such as you're pretty for a black girl oh you're one of the prettiest indian girls i've ever seen those are statements that are made by people without realizing it has an severe underlying condescending tone, not just one that could possibly imp imply colorism, but also racism. Because why is it that I'm pretty for a black girl? Why is it that I'm pretty for an Indian girl? It should just be, I'm pretty, period. So microaggression within statements is something that people also need to be aware of. And if you hear it, call people out on it. And if you're the person giving these types of statements, Please learn to understand that that basically excludes this woman out from an entire community. And it's also something that if young women or young men are hearing it from a young age, it will cause them to separate or no longer want to identify with their group as well. And you may not think that is an implication, but it is. Because if you're constantly being told that you're quote-unquote better or prettier than the people within your community, you're no longer going to want to identify with them. You're going to think, well, I'm better, right? But that's not the mentality we want to have. The mentality we want to have is we are all pretty. We're all beautiful regardless of what community I come from. I think movies are a great way to break through this colorism barrier. Um, for instance, the movie called The Hate You Give was an amazing movie, but the female lead was supposed to be a dark-skinned woman, just like in the book, but instead they had a light-skinned one. This sets a mindset in young girls' minds that only people of lighter skin can make it into big movies. So instead of always having a white or light-skinned female lead, let's start showcasing dark-skinned female leads. That way, young girls are able to see people who look like them on the TV and feel like they have a chance to be represented and won't end up bleaching their skin in order to achieve their goals. I absolutely agree because the sad truth is approximately 99.5% of the women in South Africa have reported that they bleach their skin on a weekly basis. And India has one of the largest bleaching consumer markets. So trust me, I know the incredible consequences of facing colorism and wanting to be lighter skin because most women do it through bleach but bleach has incredible incredible harmful effects and that is not what we want for our young confident smart girls no embrace your skin embrace who you are and in the future, I really hope that we do have more inclusivity, not just in movies, but also books, because I think we really need to emphasize on the way we teach our young generation their ideas of beauty. Because growing up, I can confirm, and, and I would also agree, 
we always read books, Disney books, we watched Disney movies that always had the main character be a white woman and she always ended up with a white prince. We need to break that. Because the more we have people who look like us in the media, the more we consider that to be the standard of beauty. And and I'm going to be honest, I know that recently there was the movie Aladdin that came out, the remake of Aladdin, and the main character was Naomi Scott. She's the accepted Indian girl, but she's half white and half Indian, so she's much, much lighter skin than majority of the Indian community. I didn't feel like I was represented. Like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't feel like I saw myself in her, so when people were talking about what an amazing actress she was, which she is, I didn't really feel a sense of pride. So I think it's really important that we do have representation. That's just a personal example of mine. Yes, and through We Conquer, I really hope we can get with the POC community together and, you know, uplift one another because once we do that, we can move forward past colorism and maybe even past racism and finally be the best of our community. Yeah, absolutely. I think We Conquer really does... And I think it's just because we are the type of people to want that change and we want to see that change within our friends, within our family, within everybody that's close by. So I can't even imagine others that are probably in our same situation who want to bring that type of change in their community. We Conquer would be able to propagate this allyship and communism within everybody regardless of which community you come from because colorism is something that's so deep-rooted in so many minority groups which i think is why it's the perfect topic for episode one of this podcast but i just really really hope that if you are a young man or woman of color and you're listening to this please never underestimate the power of your skin because that is your superpower, that is your cape. That is what sets you apart from everybody else. So do not let this mentality that has been there for so long and it truly is ancient, right? Like as society modernizes, we have to get rid of things that no longer can help us and is essentially just dragging us down. And that's colorism. And we need to get rid of it together as a, an entire group.